Hey, what's up, bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app that's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Grace and peace, everyone. It's your man T. Barlow with another exciting episode of Bars That's Biblical and Reformed Spitters. And on the line, man, I have a brother here. I I, I know him as Samuel Perez, but what's your, you have a stage name? Is that correct? Yes, sir. Second Samuel one fifty one. Yeah, and I'm under the impression that you just recently dropped an album, but we're gonna get to that in a second. What I want to do is is get the people uh, familiar with who you are. So, why don't you give us a few moments of your time, man, and just tell us, man, like uh, tell us a little bit about you. All right. Well, I'm a native New Yorker, straight from Staten Island, the fifth borough. I was born and raised in Staten Island. I'm an 80s baby. And uh, late 90s, we moved down to Florida, Orlando, Central Florida. And I've been here ever since. So, you know, I've kind of been here longer than I was in New York. So I guess I'm a Floridian. That just sounds like he's from New York. But, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know that here. like, trust me. <laughs> I've been out here for a minute, man. But before I left, a couple of years um, before I left, I started uh, spitting in New York being from Staten Island I was able to see the whole emergence of Wu-Tang and that whole that whole scene right there so it kind of got my blood boiling and you know I've always been a creative whether it was drawing or graffiti or, or whatever it was writing stories so I just took the pen the pad and started writing I was really whack back then but I kept on going you know just trying to emulate my favorite rappers but not really staying there just trying to find my, my way and then you know the big move to florida kind of um threw a wrench in my situation but you know 
Mickey Mouse ears and all, I kind of fought through it, you know, and I found a, a, a underground scene out here and I, I got into it, hit the stage a lot, you know, just got into ciphers, hit the radio stations. I was hosting radio stations and then I just started getting on wax, um, performing under the stage name Berserk or the Berserk one. Later on, I, uh, I shortened it to Be Easy. And uh, I was doing that from 99 till about 2012. And uh, around 2012, we was actually getting deals on the table, videos out. Um, you know, Orlando had a major scene back then. It still does. But back then, it was real gritty, raw hip-hop. And uh, we called Orlando Ozone, um, which was started in the mid-90s. And... Uh, so I, I, we had some deals on the table and everything, but you know, by then I was married with kids and everything was falling apart at, at the home front. And one thing that I had in my life as I was growing up was I lived in a Christian household. My father was a preacher, co-pastor, you know, so I was kind of a PK growing up. Um, I just didn't want to live that life. I, I loved the street life. You know, I loved hanging out. I loved women. I loved drugs. I loved drinking. I love partying. I love chilling with the gangs. You know, that that was just me. And I didn't want to live that life. But when I saw my, my life practically falling apart, everything that I built up to, you know, the one thing that I never tried was I never tried to go to Jesus. And, uh, you know, when my wife was ready to leave me, I turned to her and, and asked her, if she wants to try this out. And by the grace of God, she said, yes. So we started going, um, attending a church and I just felt like every message was for us. And two weeks in, I gave my life to the Lord. About a month later, she gave her life to the Lord. The kids, the kids followed suit and uh, I gave up rap. I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't really know uh, what I should do. I, I just knew that hip hop, um, wasn't a good thing for me because all I cared about was myself and my rep and my clout and, you know, who I knew, what I can do. So I didn't want to do that. I needed to, to kind of find where God wanted me. And, you know, a couple of years in, I realized God gave me a talent for a reason and it was to glorify him. I just used it for a different reason. And uh, he gave me these opportunities at, at my church with the worship team um, here and there. And by the time 2016 came around, you know, uh, chilling with Dayton. I met Dayton out here. He's a uh, resident of Orlando now. And I was at one of his video shoots and I just felt the Lord telling me, you know, I gave you this. What are you doing? You know, what are you doing with it? So the next day, I hit up a producer friend of mine, went into the studio, recorded my first joint, and that's it. Wow, so you sat down for a while. It's crazy, because you're not the first person I heard say that. It's like, man, when I came to Christ, man, it's like I took, I, I took a break on the rap thing, and then it's like eventually you realize, like, oh, wait a minute, God gave this to me. So... Now I want to use it. That first song that you recorded, man, what was that like? Oh, uh, that was just full circle. That I, God gave me an idea, 
and uh, I named it In Christ Alone. Uh, I named it after one of my favorite Christian songs coming up when I was younger. It was by a man named Michael English, and he he fell uh, he fell hard body when when he did in the early '90s, and um, he walked away from the faith, came back as a redeemed child of God, and. I just love that name, In Christ Alone. So I named it In Christ Alone uh, with the subtitle of The New, because that's what I was. You know, first first Samuel died. That's why I call myself Second Samuel. You know, I'm a new creation in Christ, you know. And uh, that first song, when I laid it down, I tears coming down my face. I mean, it was the realest song I ever wrote at that point. You know, and I've recorded about two, three hundred songs before that, you know, all for, for the world, for myself. But that song right there was just the epitome of what this gift that that I had, what it was all about. You know, God had a plan. It's just I never I, I never allowed him to do what it was that he, he needed to do within me because I never opened the door as much as he knocked. I just kept acting like I, I didn't hear him knocking. So that first song was just—I mean—it was—it set off a whole, a whole revolution within myself. Yeah. So after that first one, like, so after you got that first taste of it, like, man, like, how long before other songs started to follow? Um, at that time, after I recorded that song, um, unfortunately, the producer that I had, uh, he stepped off. So. I wasn't really in tune with the, the community out here that much, you know. Um, shout out to Crescendo. He, he's a friend of mine. I met him and he had a showcase out here um, every other month that he throws. It's called The Verb. So I was able to go to those um, shows and perform here and there. And, and the open mic performances are like five minutes. So I really didn't have to do more than one song. But me being a showman, I always had an intro and I'd do something a cappella or, or just something for the performance. So for a while there, In Christ Alone was the only song I had recorded. Everything else that I ever performed, let's say in a 10 to 15 minute set, was live. Like I just picked a beat and did a song on stage. I was kind of known for that. Um, but a year ago wait 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 are, are, are we talking are we talking like freestyle like you you a freestyle song on stage or no 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 no. I a, wish oh yeah okay no <laughs> I wish I, I, I'm a songwriter I wish I, I I mean I know some incredible talented people that can freestyle for days that's all they do um I'm not one of those I'm a I'm a storyteller no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, either yeah you know, I'm a songwriter. When they tell me, you know, we got the cipher in the end and we going to freestyle, I'm like, I leave. I go to the bathroom or something. Like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to do that. You know, I, I don't want them to remember me. I, I don't want them, I don't want those people to remember Second Samuel being the buffoon trying to freestyle. I want them to remember what God, you know, did with me earlier with the show. So I, I don't even touch the mic at those points. But no, but I would have songs written. Um, for those shows, I just didn't have the beat, like a, a, an official beat, or I, I didn't record it yet. So that's what I would do. I would kind of just freestyle the song where it wouldn't be recorded, but I just did it for the show. And not until last year, early last year, did I record 
my second um, song, which was Church Boy. And that's the more popular song that I put out. Right now, you had a video to that song. Is that correct? Yeah, um, to that song. And then after, I, I put out a video for, for In Christ Alone, which that's a weird story in itself. Um, in Christ Alone, I actually recorded that video in 2017, January 2017. I didn't get the footage of the completed video till about um, fall of last year. So I thought I wasn't ever going to see that video. So I went ahead and did a video for Church Boy. And it was an incredible video. And then after I received the other video. And uh, if you're really looking at the videos and really paying attention, you can tell that in Christ alone, even though it's my second video, if you look at my son, he looks younger in that one than um, Church Boy. But uh, yeah, yeah, so both videos are out right now. Yeah, I got to say, I think Church Boy was how I came across you. So, so all right, so that's about two main groups that I deal with, Reform Bars and then that Christian Hip Hop one. And Christian Hip Hop, somehow I ended up in that group. I can't remember how. And <laughs> I think I came across Church Boy in a thread where folks just like, man, post links to your songs. which I haven't seen a thread like that in a while in that group. But that's how I came across your video. And I got to tell you, um, and, there's a lot of people in the Christian hip hop group and I'm just going to be, I'm going to be all the way 100 to my show. I can say what I want to say. Only a handful of them are talented and you're yeah. in that hand, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean oh, like wow. truly talented, you know what I mean? You're, you're in that. Hand. I mean, I'm not saying that those other ones that they can't grow. That, I mean, I hope, to, I hope and pray that they do, that they get better in their craft, that they get a little bit more seasoned, that they find their voice and, so forth in their style you know like i heard yours it's like you you seem comfortable with who you are and like where you are and that song came out sounding legit and i was like yo who is this guy and i think that's when i started following you and so forth man i gotta tell you man like uh that's some pretty good work there sir <laughs> i had some pretty good caliber man. man it's an honor yeah, it's an it's, honor to hear that from you yeah, and, you know, and I've been meaning to actually get with you uh, to, to, to bring you on to this show. And I think what, what sparked it was the other day, uh, I think you had a shout out from uh, Haza King yeah. uh, for your album. Yeah. So and so so tell us, man, tell us about the project that they hearing, that they heard that, you know, so that, that sparked that, uh, that uh, them to, to, to shout you out. So like, well, like, what do you have on this project? Well, right now I put out last May on... Uh the anniversary of my mother's passing um, my first album which is incredible to just say that because I've been rapping for 23 years so to actually say I put out my first album is, is, is incredible to me just to hear that but I just put it out it's called Now Born Again it's available on all digital platforms um, it's just it's a reflection of my life since God came into it, since since he took over. And um, I mean, I'm a boom bap guy. I I haven't adapted to the new school. I, I don't mumble. I don't trap. I don't. It's not me. You know, um, I, a lot of people say, hey, you know, I appreciate how you do, you know, that old stuff. It's what it is. To me, it's not old. You know, it's just my life. Right. This is where I'm at. Right. Um, you know, this is my lane. You know, I I like to experiment, but not that much. So 
Yeah, I put the album out and I knew, you know, I met Harvey King, Tony and Mike had a couple of shows out here and uh, I was actually one of the openers for their album release for Origins, which is a tremendous album. And uh, I mean, it was just like we were family forever. Like those those brothers are awesome, you know? And uh, so when I told them I was putting out an album, they were like, just keep us posted, let us know, you know, but those brothers are, are real busy. So um, I had sent the album to Tony a while back and he wasn't able to hear it. So he had asked me to send it to him again. I send it and um, I had posted a comment I don't know what it was. I, I think it was one of the um, the posts he, he put up about uh, lean on me or stand and deliver or something like that. And uh, I posted yeah, yeah, this I know that long, post. <laughs> yeah, I posted this long reply. I mean, like, hey, I, I thought I was going to be a college professor after that reply. Like, yo, this dude is really picking the brain. No. I mean, like, didn't nobody care what I wrote. <laughs> He just replied that he just heard the album and this, that, and the third. And then he, he posted that on uh, on my page. And I was like, wow, you know, just brothers like that, you know, like Haza King. I mean, those dudes are tremendously talented. I, I couldn't even imagine what it is to dig that deep and come up with those songs. Like, those guys are right. amazing. God has blessed them tremendously I'm, I'm not saying you know he blessed them more than he blessed me but what i'm saying is as an mc those guys are like on my top five those i mean they're amazing and for them to say you know my album was a breath of fresh air whatever it is that they wrote that's amazing to me. you know that's that's to me that's that's greater than receiving 3,000 followers because of it you know it's just amazing because right. I know those brothers they're, they're real they're real when they speak on, on Jesus it's real it's not just to sell albums so yeah true that man I, and they, they um, who was it Tony I believe came on to the show once before some few months back man and let me tell you yeah, you very very humble brother man like, and uh, very legit very down to earth the fact that they would talk to, you know, cause I feel you, like, like, the fact that they would talk to, like, a nobody like me, you know, just lets you know, like, man, these brothers got, like, some good hearts and whatnot. Um, so, like, yeah, and, and that's dope that you had an opportunity to meet them. Uh, so, on this on this project, man, like, we, like, the music that you put out, what what would you say is, like, your favorite piece or, or, or name a song that you haven't mentioned yet that you think will really, like, resonate and, like, hit home with some folks or that you that you feel kind of stand out uh, to you oh wow um, that's pretty hard well do you mind if I go down the list because I could I could explain it because I yeah go yeah go ahead do your thing uh, well I mean the first track on the album is called everything changes it's just an intro um, it's just it's, it's kind of a warp drive through my past into the present and where the future is gonna end up coming out of. But I ended I ended that intro with a with a skit from a from an old movie called Crossing the Switchblade, which is one of my favorite movies. And um, it goes into the first song, which is called Who Am I. Who Am I is just straight boom bap. Like I, I said, the first song on my album's got to be straight boom bap. Just grab grab the attention. You know, it's got to be a, an attention grabber 
and, and so people can hear the, the, the message behind it. And uh, I mean, if you love hip hop, that real hip hop, you would love that joint. Um, then it gets into in, in Christ Alone, which is like a, a, a rapping testimony. And um, it just points you back to Christ. And my biggest message on that song is, I'm a Christian rapper because Christ comes first and the rest comes after. Um, I wrote that song when the debate was out there on who was calling themselves Christian rapper and who wasn't, you know? So I just said, you know, I'm a nobody, but I'm going to proclaim the fact that Christ comes first before everything. Um, so that's what that song's about. Um, after that is Go There With You, which I wrote that for my wife. And I always said, um, when I write a song for my wife, it's going to be my version of All I Need by Met The Man and Mary J, but my version. And it's funny because some people actually call that the Christian All I Need, but that's basically what it is. It's, it's a love song between uh, a man and a woman, you know, and, and in this case, it happens to be my wife. You know, it's a personal song. She knows this for her, but I didn't make it too personal that someone can't, you know, dedicate it to their loved one. But uh, it's an awesome song. I'm sure people that are in love would love that song right there. It was my third single that I released. And uh, after that, I have a song called I Surrender All. And uh, it includes two of of friends of mine, uh, Genesis and Many Faces. Many Faces just dropped an album as well um, called Free My People. It's an amazing album. And Genesis is part of a group called Love and Worship with his wife. And they have an amazing album out as well. But uh, I Surrender All is just, you know, the proof is in the pudding. I Surrender All. You know, it's a straight boom bap rap joint. And I mean, it hits hard. And uh, what else? I got a a song called Now Born Again, which is a story uh, based on my story from New York, moving to Florida, the big loss I suffered along the way. And Christ coming, knocking on my door, and I'm finally opening, opening the door, and I'm now born again. Um, now born actually is the name of my town in, in Staten Island. That's what they used to call it. Uh, so that's where the, uh, the the name comes from. And obviously, born again. I'm now born again. And uh, after that, I have a song called "Please Forgive Me." And it's just talking to the Lord, you know, uh, going through stuff, even as a Christian. Um, there's a line I say there, I got a queen at home, you know, um, but she's not my only queen. If my face is stuck on phone screens, you know, um, just being an addict to what the Internet can show you, even being in the walk um, and falling, you know, so I'm just talking to the Lord. Just please forgive me. You know, and I got, I have a friend on there um, by the name of Pressbox. He's an amazing artist. Um, he's, he believes, but he's not totally in the walk. But I invited him on this track anyway, because I really wanted to surround him with that love, that, that real Christ love. And uh, he enjoyed the process. And it's, a, it's definitely something moving in him because of it. And uh, after that, I have a, a skit with my son called Sanders Awkward and uh, no actually it's called he's my son but he's called Samuel's Awkward on YouTube 
he does a little videos on games and you know just reviews and stuff like that he's nine years old that's my little man right there and it's a comedic skit it's very good um it'll make you laugh and uh after that comes church boy obviously church boy is our anthem being um christian and uh it's just our anthem it's just one of those things and i, I also wanted to show the world that um church is not just the building you know don't get it twisted church is the body of christ and uh, we are the church so you know, it's 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 a celebration. It's time for celebration. And um, after that, I got a song called "Beautiful Bride," which um, showcases a lot of the talent that I've surrounded myself with through the years. And uh, you know, we started a ministry called "Beautiful Bride," so that song right there kind of represents the uh, ministry. It's all shapes, sizes, different colors, different styles. Uh, we have males and females on the song. Uh, it's just an, a tremendous song, you know, in my opinion. And uh, the last song on the album is called Love. Uh, I wanted to touch on love before I close out the album because to me, love is the most important thing. That's what the word of God tells us. God is love. So I definitely wanted to make sure that the album had a climactic ending. And uh, it takes us back to what's the most important part of this whole walk, of this whole life. Um, and that's love, and I dedicated it to my mother, um, whom obviously passed. And uh, that's actually my favorite song. So if you're all about love, then you would be all about that song right there. And, uh, you know, uh, basically, it all boils down to trying to create an album uh, that can reflect a movie or a book, a good novel. You know, everything is its own story, but it's all connected as well. And I just wanted to create every song as a potential single, as a potential um, song that gets, you know, played the most or whatever. I, I didn't want to go ahead into the studio and create a bunch of album fillers because I am from the old school and I know how that is. You know, when you have a uh, an album that you got to kick up to the, to the label and you know, you got all these songs and they still want more. So you kind of fill it up, you know, with this, then the third. And I didn't want to do that. So it's a 12 track album, but there's actually nine songs on there. You know, I, I know the game kind of shortened up with the tracks, um, but I also know the game back in the day, you know, back in the 60s, 70s albums were only like seven, eight songs. So to me, I thought I, you know, I had a complete project there so you know i i would i would that, suggest that sounds valid. yeah no that, that sounds that actually sounds like a decent album how much does the album uh, sell for uh i think 9.99 depending on where you go um and it's also available for streaming on spotify apple yeah. music yeah so i mean you you're getting like practically like um, like a buck 50 a song give or take that's that's I think that's a legit price for somebody who just poured their soul out on something. And, and I mean, it's definitely, I, I guarantee, I'm certain that it'll be worth it. Plus, man, like, the fact that you mentioned, like, boom bap, like, right there, like, like I was sold because, you know, like, I'm an 80s baby, come up in the 90s type of person myself. I mean, like, boom bap is like, where is that now? I'm, I love music, period. I can listen to just about anything that's well-written and performed well, which which cancels, cancels out a lot of the mumble rap and all that jazz. But... 
I mean, I can listen to some of anything, but when you was like boom bap, I was like, oh yeah, I'm in there. Like I just, like, I just got this album made that because because I, I something about that sound, man. Like uh, you know, and, and I don't know if it's a generational thing or not. Actually, not it's not because I know a couple of kids who will hear some boom bap beats and they'll be like, dude, that's dope. Like that's tight. I say you bet. You see, like that's that's it. That's where it's at. You know, man, because there's some heart and soul into it. So, so oh, yeah. uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you, man, like uh. You know, being down in Florida, man. Like, what's the what's the Christian hip hop scene like down? Like, like, like where you are. Like, are there a lot of artists? Like, uh, like, do you guys get like a lot of support in your local town uh, when you do shows and things like that? It's a melting pot. Um, I didn't know it existed uh, being in the world, um, but now that I can see it, uh, it's a melting pot. You know, we have artists out here like Dayton, uh, Diraj. Roy Tosh, uh, you know, we have other artists. I know uh, Cicely, she, she had moved up here as well. She's originally from Tampa. Um, but besides those uh, names that are pretty known, uh, there, there are others. You know, Nala Day is uh, Stefanato. Um, wow, it's just, it's so many. And you know, like I mentioned earlier, Crescendo and his his showcase, the verb, uh, I didn't even know that existed, but that verb itself, it attracts so many local artists and, and they come they come and, and share their creativity, share what God is doing and whether it's rap or, or singing or spoken word, but it's just amazing to see how many people show up and sign up to to do a little set and um it's a melting pot uh, orlando is definitely one of the 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 bigger markets in christian hip-hop right now you know and it, it's just amazing to see i i love being a part around that uh, being a part of it is great you know but it's just being a part of the body but it's just being around that it, it just it, it makes you want to get back in, in the lab and and just create more, you know, and collab and, and, and meet more people. You know, we're very connected to the Tampa area as well. And there's so many people out there. And then I have a lot of people in Miami as well. South Florida, DJ Mr. E, Sean Oliveira, um, Reese Fletcher, so many people down there. And, you know, I, I'm constantly going up and down, left and right. You know, I mean, Florida itself, man, it's, it's a great place, and Orlando is definitely a melting pot for Christian hip hop these days. Wow, man, that's dope, man. I I just never know. You know, I actually stayed in Tampa for like back in two thousand and uh, about two thousand and twelve for a little bit, a little bit, good portion of the year. I was in Tampa. Actually, I was like in uh, Gibsonson uh, for a little bit, you know, and just for a little, and I'd have never known, man, like, I wasn't there that long to really build any, like, real relationships, man, but, man, yo, that's dope, um, one of the questions, man, I always ask, uh, my artists who come on, the artists who come on is, is, man, who are some of your bigger influences, now, earlier, you mentioned Wu-Tang, which makes a lot of sense, because, you know, like, you guys are, like, from the same zip code, apparently, basically, um, but, like, uh, who else, man, like, like, were some of your, uh, musical influences and you can talk secular and Christian uh and on in this list. Well secular in the secular realm. Um coming up obviously Wu Tang was big. 
You know, before that, uh, there was a part that I didn't even listen to hip hop. Um, wasn't allowed to listen to hip hop too much at home. But early 90s, I started to listen to a tribe called Quest. And then it, all the way to Onyx, you know, and then the game changed for me when, when Wu-Tang came out. But then Nas came out and I was like, oh, wow. You know, like this is this is crazy, you know, and it made me want to do more history. And I, I, I've heard of Rakim, I've heard of Big Daddy Kane, you know, but around the times that they were they were knocking, I wasn't really listening to hip hop, you know, to be honest. But, you know, because of Nas, because of Biggie, because of Wu-Tang, I wanted to do more history on those years that I missed out. But my biggest influence is coming up. Number one, and I will always say this, you know, and, and, and I'm, it may not be a popular vote. But my number one MC of all time when it comes to that list is Method Man. Because at the time that Method Man came out, there was nobody bigger than him, at least on the East Coast. You know, because you had Snoop, you had all that on in the West Coast. You didn't even have Tupac yet because he was still locked up. But um, Method Man was number one. I mean, there was nobody bigger than him. That's why when Biggie came out, he was the only rapper on that album. Because that's how big Method Man was. You know, it's just Biggie ended up being bigger. But um, Method Man and number two was Red Man. There was nobody, to me, there was nobody like Red Man. Red Man was just, yeah. I, he was an anomaly. I mean. Yeah, he, was, like, then, he definitely slept on, man. Like, like he, 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 was, he was crazy creative. <laughs> and I that think, dude I was, think was, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I yeah, mean, you had I, the funk, you had G-Funk, you had the funk coming out of the West, but Red Man was doing the funk his style on the east yeah. you know coming out of north new jersey and i mean he was doing yeah. it gritty and, and boom back you know he didn't have all that that cali sound but he was doing that and then by the time the second album came out it was really dark which is funny because that's he he hates that album but at that time my life was so dark and all i was doing was drinking and smoking you know i was 14 years old and uh mm-hmm. i loved that album you know, now I can see why. Like, I mean, it was the enemy was pushing me on that album because that album was very dark. But Redman was definitely uh, my second favorite coming up, and um, and then is Nas. You know, Nas. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nas isn't my number one because Nas didn't have that much influence in me. He definitely did, but not as much as Meth and Red. Um, but those are like my my three top. You know, um, and Rakim and Big Pun. That's my top five right there. Um, Rakim okay. because, I mean, he's Rakim. You know, like, yeah. there's, there's nobody else. Like, there wouldn't be a Nas if it weren't for Rakim. Yeah, yeah big, he, he had big phenomenal Yeah, and, and, and the same goes for Big Pun. Like, he had such a short career, but in that short um, expanse, he... He blew my mind every time he spit. So, you know, he definitely rounds out my top five. But when it comes to Christian hip hop, you know, um, Bizzle, my number one. I, I mean, I've met that guy numerous times, and I've told him, I, I've told him, I, I don't want to be a fanboy or nothing, but like, how do you write like that? Like, I mean, I can't write like that. Like, how do you do that? Like, that's just amazing. I mean. I could play a Bizzle record. I could play everybody's record. I could go to the street in the middle of the hood right now 
and play a whole playlist of Christian hip hop artists. And I tell you, I guarantee you, the only one that they're gonna look back and say, yo, who's that? Is gonna be Bizzle. Because for some reason, Bizzle gets it. He gets it. And I mean, I gotta, I gotta give it up to dude, you know? And after Bizzle, the truth, I mean, when I, the truth was like the second rapper I heard when I gave my life to the Lord and I started trying to creep into the Christian hip hop because I, I didn't want to listen to secular hip hop anymore. And I didn't know what to listen to because I love music. Um, Lecrae was first, but then when I heard the truth, that was by the time the, um, I forgot what album that was. I think it was his third album, um, Love, War and something. Um, when I heard that album, man, I was like, wow. You know, and then ever since then, just every album he's come out with is just, is intense. Like that's, that's an OG right there. So, you know, that's him and, and then Lecrae, you know, I gotta give it up to Lecrae. You know, we all have discussions about Lecrae, you know, whether you agree with this or whether you disagree with that. It is what it is, but Lecrae was the first MC that I heard coming on this side. And I just happened to catch him when he was dropping Gravity and I loved Gravity. You know, I needed an album because I just came off of listening to Nas's Life is Good. And I'm like, I I'm not gonna listen to that no more, but I need something that's intense, that's great. And when I heard Gravity, I'm like, wow, Christian rappers do it like this? I was like, okay, yeah. okay, so. Yeah, and you know, basically those are my lists, but the reason I, I mention my list is because they have the greatest influence in what I do, you know, and um, I mean, I, I love what those those dudes do within the genre and, you know, for the church, for the church, for the body and glorifying the Lord. And, you know, when I put out this album, that's all I wanted to do. I'm like... People may not like me because I'm going to say Jesus a lot, but it is what it is. You know, I got a past. You know, I used to be on the block. I used to sell a lot of drugs. I used to do all types of stuff. I used to sleep with all types of women. I, I did it all. But one thing I know is that no matter how many times I'll fall, because I know I ain't perfect, man. Jesus, man, there's nobody bigger than Jesus. I have to share that. You know, and, and there's going to be a lot of people from the world that's going to listen to my record because sometimes it just appeals to them more the way that I, I come across. So, and, and it has. I mean, I've, I've gotten a lot of responses from people that are not believers, but they're calling me in tears and they're, they're calling me with questions just based on the music alone. So I'm like, man, I have to glorify the Lord in every single song I do. And that's what I did. You know, and, and those guys right there, it, it, they influenced me into do that, into doing that. Because a lot of the music that's, that's coming out right now, you don't really hear that. You know, not in this genre. You don't hear it too much. And unfortunately, right, you don't. That's true. You know, and a, and a lot of them, and a lot of them are young. And that, that's the scary part because if they're young and they're not really pushing it like that, that means whoever's behind them, or discipling them obviously ain't doing a good job. If that's if that's what they're going after, you know. And some of the older cats they're trying to you know fall back as well. Like, uh, uh 
You know, that's why I like the ambassador. That's why I like cross movement. You know, I had to do my history on that too. But I like Fanatic. I like them dudes. You know what I'm saying? I love House of King. I mean, these dudes keep it real. They ain't, they ain't afraid of, of, of what they get because they, they still remember why they started to do this in the first place. And it ain't for clout. You know, it ain't for clout at all. So, you know, we're, we're now born again. That's That was my number one goal was that if I don't, you know, this is like canon. If it don't fall, if it ain't inspired by the Holy Spirit, it's dropped off. You, you can get that when I, when I drop or drop the the, the the hit or misses album, but right now this is canon and this is Holy Spirit inspired, and that's what you're gonna get. Man, I can dig it, man. Man, appreciate all of that. So I want you to uh, for take a quick moment, let the people know uh, where they can find you, like how they can get in contact with you, or how they can find your product. Uh, whatever you want to, uh, you want the people to know as far as like your social media contacts or how to buy your your music. Here's your opportunity to kind of uh, lay that out for the listeners. Okay, um, y'all can follow me at Second Samuel One Fifty One. That's two N D S A M U E L One Five One. That's on Facebook. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. I made it easy for y'all. I'm on SoundCloud, but I don't really deal with it too much. The album now, Born Again, is out on all digital platforms. It's available for download. It's available for streaming. It's available to, available to put on your story on Instagram or Facebook. You know, it's all over YouTube. I got the, the, the videos out. Church Boy, In Christ Alone. Um, new video dropping soon for Who Am I? Uh, but yeah, Second Samuel. 151 that's how you can follow me on on social media album is out um i also have a link to uh to be booked and whatever it is that you're looking for i got a link to that on my instagram and uh you can just see what what we're up to but ultimately you know when i have these interviews and when i talk to people um and i'm always asked this question you know the real answer is you can follow me but i'd rather follow i'd rather you follow him and that's why i'm here to point you to the master I got off my high horse To point you to the master And that's Jesus Christ So you know If, if you're gonna follow me uh, Don't get annoyed By what I share Because when I share it All you're gonna see is the cross So That's what it is Hey man I can dig it Man folks You guys have been listening to Second Samuel uh, I'm your host T. Barlow. You can find me on Facebook, T. Space Demaris, D-E-I-M-A-R-I-S, Space Barlow, B-A-R-L-O-W. But before you do that, go ahead and get on Facebook. Go to the Bar Podcast uh, page. Hit the like button. Subscribe so that way you'll know whenever we drop, whenever Dwayne drops a new episode of the Bar Podcast or whenever uh, Virgil and, and Daryl drop uh, Just Thinking or whenever Mario Esco drop Mario Esco Live and we got more shows so you know what you need to just go to www.thebarnetwork.com excuse me thebarpodcast.com so you can check out who's all a part of the Bar Network and check, check out some of these fantastic podcasts that we have going also www.bargear.com thebargear.com um, so you can go and, and, and get you some shirts some hats some stuff you know you guys pour into this 
and we're able to give you better quality shows and you guys will be able to hear me talking to a nice microphone as opposed to these raggedy headphones that I've been using for the past few years or so. But <laughs> in addition to that, you can also go on Facebook and go to the page that started it all, the Be Not Deceived page. Now, the Be Not Deceived page was started by Dwayne some years ago. He brought me onto the team. That page is all about discernment ministries. We're going to point to the things that, that aren't Christ-like. Uh, the Bar Podcast grew out of that as uh, a ministry that, that, that provides resources to solid biblical Christians who are putting products out there. And that's why you have a show like Bars today. So be sure to go hit like on that page. My man, shout out to my man, Jonathan Walters, who has been holding down that page uh, with the answering of the questions and responding to the comments. Because yes, we do piss people off, but because the truth sometimes comes across as offensive. And it is what it is. May God be glorified and saints be edified. Um, so I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, stay tuned uh, because we're going to have a song uh, plan for you by Second Samuel. Uh, grace and peace. Until next time, you guys be good. Yeah. First Jesus, Second Samuel. Beautiful bride. I used to be a good boy, but mostly a bad boy. But right now, right here, I'm a church boy. Witness the groove. Look at this church boy move. I might be nice, B, but my name ain't smooth. I used to have a slick attitude, act all rude. Now if I don't read the word, it's like I had no food. You got a problem with the way I talk? Gotta apologize. It's cause I'm from New York, I'm working on it. I'm used to living way too dark while people's watching the way you walk now. Think about it. The way I see it, none of this is mine. And no longer am I so, so deaf, dumb, and blind. They say I'm over the hill like the one you climb. So I'ma tell it on the mountain cause the sun gon' shine. Oh, my girl, he can't see without his glasses. Little rich guys wise in their own eyes. I fix mine on an unseen master. So I'ma break bread cause he broke so tired. I'm a church boy. But please, y'all, don't get it confused. I'm just another who be spreading the news about the church boy. And I'm devoted to the breaking of bread. You see this message, it be waking the dead. I'm a church boy. Don't look at me, look at Jesus Christ. Already read about him, read it twice. I'm a church boy, and I'm a Christian rapper. Cause Christ come first and the rest come after. This is God's gift. I don't boast none. I stay preaching at shows. Imagine when I host one. Hanging with the bride, that's when I have the most fun. Still getting them looks like I stole some. Is it the hat, the shirt, or just a mean mug? Or how I call our vanity and what you dream of? This right here is more than just showing your team love why is it when i speak of jesus they freeze up never will i ease up let's get back to business can i get an amen for amen's forgiveness now we got the media telling us not to live this how about i put my sign out against him out the limpus oh my god is greater than what the world say and the church is more than just a big screen i mean you must be born again at least that's what the words say so repent declare jesus is king i'm a church boy but please y'all don't get it confused i'm just another who be spreading the news about the church boy and i'm devoted to the breaking of bread you see this message it be waking the dead i'm a church boy don't look at me look at jesus christ already read about him read it twice i'm a church boy and i'm a christian rapper because christ come first and the rest come after church ain't a building church is us we the body we the bride and in god we trust there's no time to waste on that fame and lust 
Jesus is the only one that's saving us. Church ain't a building, church is us. We the body, we the bride, and in God we trust. There's no time to waste on that fame and lust. Jesus is the only one that's saving us. I'm a church boy. But please, y'all, don't get it confused. I'm just another who be spreading the news. About the church boy. And I'm devoted to the breaking of bread. You see this message, it be waking the dead. I'm a church boy. Don't look at me, look at Jesus Christ. Already read about him, read it twice. I'm a church boy. And I'm a Christian rapper. Cause Christ come first and the rest come after. When two or more gather together in his name, he's right here. Cause we the church. And I'm a church boy. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there